Good morning, everybody. We have a mostly higher trade in the grain markets here early on Thursday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures up one at 4.48 and a quarter. January soybeans up 14 cents at 12.72 and three quarters. March Chicago wheat up two and a quarter at 6.32. March Kansas City wheat up a quarter at 5.88 and a quarter. March spring wheat up two and a quarter cents at 5.82 and a quarter. So still a very strong action here across the complex. Corn and soybean export sales posted marketing year lows last week. Uh, Soybean sales for the week, 353,000 metric tons. That was down 62% from the previous week and down 47% from the prior four-week average. China still the largest buyer of soybeans last week. Corn sales of 651,000 metric tons were down 66% on the week and uh, were down 59% from the prior four-week average. So sales of both crops... Uh, for the week were the lowest that we've seen uh, since the marketing year began on September 1st. This is is pretty typical for this time of year. It's a seasonal deal that you'll see soybean sales in particular back off and, and a lot of the interest kind of shifts towards South America. But in any case, we still have a phenomenal looking uh, commitments for both crops. Wheat sales uh, were not bad yesterday. Argentina may plant fewer soybean acres as a result of dry weather. The uh, grain exchange there said yesterday, fields yet to be planted with soy in central and southern parts of the farm belt may not get planted due to lack of moisture as the uh, sowing window closes. The exchange is estimating that 77% of that country's bean crop has been planted. Most key soybean growing areas in Argentina will see normal to above normal rainfall during the next two weeks. Now, to get a little bit more specific about South American weather here, it, it really looks pretty favorable to crop production the way I see it. I mean, I know that that soil moisture is probably below normal. I know that the rainfalls have been well below normal uh, to this point in the growing season. But most of Brazil, uh, Mato Grosso surrounding areas will see normal rainfall during the next seven days. The same can be said for most of Argentina. The exception here during the next uh, six or seven days would be far southern areas and far eastern areas of Brazil. They, they will be a little bit drier than normal. The forecast really opens up in the period from, say, December 30th through January 5th. You will see normal to above above normal rainfall through almost all of Brazil and Argentina during that time frame. So I really don't think this uh, this big rally in the beans has a ton to do with South American weather, to be honest. I would say that the forecast looks mostly favorable. U.S. ethanol stocks continue to grow. Stocks reported yesterday 23.2 million barrels. They were up about one percentage point on the week. They were up 8% versus the same week last year. Production has just not backed off uh, while demand suffers. Weekly ethanol production, 976,000 barrels per day. That was up 2% on the week, still down 8% from the same week last year. Gasoline demand was up a little bit on the week, but is still 13.8% below the same week last year. So it's very possible or likely even that we see a fairly significant decline in ethanol production in the coming weeks amid growing stocks and very soft demand. We haven't seen it yet, but the ethanol production margins uh, currently and for the first quarter do not look good. The U.S. dollar remains under pressure. Uh, Barring a big rally next week, we could see the worst monthly close for the dollar since March of 2018. Uh, Weak dollar, massive government stimulus, I think is I think there's something to be said there in regard to the action in commodity markets. As a matter of fact, I had two charts uh, in my newsletter this morning. The first one was the Bloomberg Commodity Index. The Bloomberg Commodity Index is an index, and, and Goldman has one similar. I like the Bloomberg one, but... um 
In any case, the Bloomberg Commodity Index bottomed um, in the spring. Uh, We saw a significant bottom there in in like April and May. And the U.S. dollar topped in late March in 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 that same time frame. So what happened in that time frame? It was on March 27th that President Trump signed the first coronavirus stimulus bill uh, that provided $2.2 trillion in economic stimulus. So essentially, since that time, you've seen a a rally of, what, 34% in the Bloomberg Commodity Index, and you've seen a decline of almost 9% in the U.S. dollar. And, and those, both of those trends began right around the time that this first stimulus was passed. Now, correlation does not equal causation, but the timing is certainly interesting. Um, the drastic rise in, in the money supply, I think— I think it has something to do with what's going on in these markets, to be honest. If, if, uh, you're, if you want to play the inflation game and you're looking for a market, uh, to chase, uh, with those dollars, uh, a market, a commodity market with, uh, really phenomenal fundamentals like the soybean market, for example, would be a good target for you. Uh, the corn market has, has some, some better fundamentals than what we've seen in recent years. Um, I think that that's, it's not the only factor at play here, but I, I do believe that there's something to that. Uh, the corn market itself acting very well. Again, you never know know it by looking at corn futures, but this ethanol thing could be a problem moving forward. South American weather, pretty favorable. Keep in mind that that larger uh, second corn crop in Brazil is not planted in, until February. That's when they start. Uh, bean market, again, phenomenally strong. Fresh highs overnight. Um, Export sales soft yesterday. You, you need to see some adi- additional weakness in crush margins if we're going to cap this this bean rally at any point because we really haven't uh, hit a spot that curbs demand in a real significant way. Wheat futures even acting really well. Uh, HRW futures posted some fresh highs yesterday and again overnight. We'll see if we can sustain that here today. Cattle futures had a decent day yesterday, um, up more than a dollar in, in your uh, December, February, and April live cattle contracts. Not much in terms of cash cattle yet this week, maybe one ten. Um, it's kind of what we've seen traded, uh, reported from USDA. Feeders were up a little bit. Ahead of the cash open, uh, the Dow's up 30 points. S&P's up about four. Bonds are up a little bit. U.S. dollar is lower. Uh, crude oil's down 48 cents at 47.64 in the March WTI. Remember, if you'd like some more information from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. For 49 bucks a month, I will send you my morning email, which goes out every day at 6.30 Central Time. I'll send you my text message service. I will let you know when, how, and specifically, I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat uh, throughout the year. Certainly check that out. Everyone have a Merry Christmas. Uh, remember, we are off. We close early today at 12.05 p.m. Central Time. And uh, following today's close, the grains reopen Sunday night at 7. Uh, Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you later.